This episode of the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is brought to you by UBCP ACTRA, a.k.a. the Union of British Columbia Performers. UBCP is an autonomous branch of the Alliance of Canadian Cinema, Television, and Radio Artists, the national organization of professional performers working in the English language recorded media in Canada. For more information about UBCP ACTRA, visit ubcpactra.ca. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and expose the beating heart of the Vancouver film and television industry, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work. Capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Rani Firminger. And today, well, today I am deeply honored to welcome you to our first ever Christmas episode. Merry Christmas! <laughs> or if you're in the UK, happy Christmas. I've got on my ugly Christmas sweater that says Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, some Christmas cookies on Christmas plates, some dairy-free eggnog, which isn't as terrible as it sounds, but isn't as good as the price would suggest. And I've got two Christmas elves and friends of the pod joining me in the studio today. Rona the mistletoe Reese and Nee the Christmas Cracker Dough. These are terrible <laughs> nicknames. Quick, uh, Rona, I, give me a festive nickname. Oh, I liked that. I'm I'm rolling with the mistletoe. The mistletoe. What about you, Nee? Oh no, I'm I'm not taking back fire yeah. cracker. That's amazing. Christmas cracker. Christmas cracker. Oh, Christmas nice. cracker. Yeah. Oh, but I love Christmas crackers. That's actually a family tradition we do. Well, then yeah. there you go. Like you okay. nailed it. You nailed it. Okay, thank you. I I knew that. I did not. I that did was not. a test. We passed. You yes. did. You did. Okay. Let's uh, let's go to the next stage. Well, the mistletoe and the Christmas cracker are with me today to talk about a classical Christmas chord, a new Christmas rom com podcast that is now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and however you're listening to this here podcast right now. Created by Vancouver's own Hope Street Pods, a classical Christmas chord follows classical musician Lena Cord, that's me, as she is forced to work with her high school flame turned pop star, Zach Sellers, that's Ian Ronigan, to revive her music company and his troubling bad boy reputation. Their mutual animosity and attraction guides them to realize their goals. And if that sounds like the narrative arc of your favorite Vancouver shot Christmas TV rom-com, you're damn straight. Oh, should I swear in this episode? It's kind of festive. You're d darn tootin'. A classical <laughs> Christmas court is basically your favorite Christmas TV rom-com, but for your ears, which means you can listen to it in your car or while you're struggling with wrapping paper, wrapping your presents, and like your favorite Christmas TV rom-com, it features the talents of Vancouver's shining stars, including me, Rona, Ian, Connor Parnall, Sam Darko, Hiro Kanagawa, Sarah Hayward, and Lisa Daru. P.S. Rona 
also costed. That's how that's how Rona said it. Costed. And that sounds like custard. That's very Christmassy. <coughs> I said I cast it, not costed. To be clear, I cast it. But I want custard now. Right. No, I thought. Well, I've. I guess I haven't thought about tenses. Yeah. You know. I don't like when people say, "Is that custard yet?" Because it's wrong. It's has that been cast oh. or cast? Right. Mm. Not casted. Anyway, that's a separate. A lot of thinking, and you know what? Me brought Bailey's, and I'm feeling it very quickly. Anyway, Rhoda also cost and voice directed the reindeer poop out of this. Friends, (laughs) I listened to this podcast with a big, stupid grin on my big, stupid face. It's been a rough year for a lot of reasons, from the strike to war to bad dairy-free eggnog. I needed this hit of joy. And which FYI is also diverse and it's queer and it's full of beautiful music. And if you're feeling a bit scroogey or you're already ready to get your Christmas on, a Christmas chord will bring you joy too. So today, let's talk a Christmas chord, Christmas sweaters, Christmas traditions, and our entire Christmas rom-com industry with two shining lights, Rona the mistletoe Reese (laughs) and me the Christmas cracker dough. What an intro. So Welcome back. I mean, the Baileys is kind of crawling up my throat right now, but worth it. Okay. Worth it. And much better than the other option, um, which um, one of my colleagues, because I ran it onto the studio floor. I'm like, do we have any alcohol that I could add to the eggnog? And um, they were like, well, there's like bourbon or there's like elderflower. It's all like like the dregs of various gatherings that we've had mm. here so nee thank you for bringing the baileys even oh, if it kills you even <laughs> if it if it's a little my throat is us extra lubricated but sabrina what's your christmas nickname yeah you need one too my christmas nickname oh man the gingerbread house no not the house uh i i don't i used up my my naming sabrina slay oh yeah do we like it? Yeah. Okay. She has That's a big smile. There's a big smile. Yeah. That's the one. Big stupid <laughs> grin on my big stupid face. I can't believe that I haven't encountered a Christmas rom-com podcast before, especially one that's produced here in Vancouver. So mm. Rona Mistletoe. Yes. And while I'm trying to swallow to get my like some sense of self back here, can you describe to the listeners just how big a part of the local industry that Christmas rom-coms are? Oh, yeah. So, you know, Hallmark and other, you know, other networks make them too, yeah. Christmas movies. If you come to Vancouver in June mm-hmm. through September, really, there will be fake snow. Yeah. There will be Christmas trees in local little shops and all your favorite local working actors will be sweating their balls off. Yeah. In their Christmas sweaters oh, yeah. Yeah. on a Christmas movie. And, you know, they're, they're not always celebrated as, um, you know, the biggest creative forces in the industry and, um, you know, maybe some people turn their nose up at them. But I think they represent a really great opportunity for people to grow their careers in this town. Yeah. And also they're really pure and joyful and people like them there's a reason they keep making them it's because they keep getting watched 
over and over and over again. <coughs> yeah, and it's crazy because it's like they have the ones that they replay every year, but then every year they always guarantee that there's going to be X number of new ones. They guarantee it? Well, they used to do oh, right, like, like the, the, the 31 countdown yeah. to Christmas. Yeah, and yeah. then there'd be 31 new movies on top of all your old classics that they would replay. That is not that I'm I didn't grow up. I watch it all the time. <laughs> well, I didn't grow up with these with these movies, but um my mom is an adopter adapter. My mom loves the shit out of these Christmas rom coms, <laughs> you know, for sure. And so is Nia, are you a... Are, like, what is your relationship to the Christmas rom-com? Oh, I'm a fan. I mean, like, I've loved rom-coms. Like, I'm a big Nora Ephron fan. So to yeah. have, like, a Hallmark version as well is wonderful, and especially because it's here. And I've, I've been in a couple of Hallmark Christmases. Oh, yeah? I have. Yeah. Um, Did you find the full, uh, the true meaning? Oh, my God. It's the Baileys. It's the Baileys. Oh, my gosh. Did you find the true meaning of Christmas is what I was trying to spit out? Uh, sure did. Good. <laughs> and love? No, I did not find love, uh, but I helped find love. Uh, 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 like a true Christmas elf. I helped uh, find the love. Oh, like a Christmas cracker. Yes. yes. There you go. So what ingredients then are necessary for a Christmas rom-com to make a Grinch's heart grow three sizes? FYI, I am that Grinch. I'm Scrooge. I am Francis Xavier Cross from Scrooge and also Sinbad's character in Jingle All the Way. I am all these things. Wow. <laughs> I am like so complicated. So complex. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot. Like it, it takes a lot for me to feel festive. And when I feel mm. festive, I'm there, but every year, especially since the pandemic, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even have to say the full word. No. <laughs> it's it's been hard. Like I we bought a new tree a couple of years ago, because um, I was like, the, the tree that we had, it just didn't work. It didn't make me feel festive. So now our current mm. tree is nine and a half feet tall. Whoa. Like, I need like- What you compensating for? <laughs> Yikes. The complete lack of natural Christmas feeling. Every year, <laughs> I'm all the characters I described and I have to work even harder and harder to to feel that festive, which is why I'm wearing not one, but two Christmas sweaters yeah. right now. And Christmas pajama pants, yeah. I would say. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know. There's a whole yeah. ensemble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you can h- head on over to the Instagram to see some photos oh, of our baby. ensembles. <laughs> yeah, so like, so tell me then, what are, what are some of the ingredients that are required, you know, to make that Christmas rom-com, to melt my heart or make yeah. it grow or whatever? I've, I've lost a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's falling apart over here in the studio. <laughs> okay, I think you got to start with a cup of nostalgia. Yes. Because Christmas is about family and tradition, and I think a lot of people's favorite Christmas memories are from when they were a kid mm. or from when their kids were young and that sort of joyful Christmas wonderment. So yeah, one cup of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That's Me, true. What else? Um, I think you have to. There's always reflection. There has to be a moment of reflection and reevaluation. Mm. You know, kind of because Christmas is on the precipice of like the new year, right? And it's also like the darkest time of the year. And I think that always makes people a little more introspective. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think there's always an aspect, you know, in these rom com movies where the hero kind of goes off on their own and reflects. So mm. I think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over a cup of Baileys. And, yeah. 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 Or hot there wasn't cocoa, any Baileys which... in the podcast, and, you know? 
there needs to, or the rom com podcast. I no, think that there needed to be. Yeah, that's a maybe a different cut that has them <laughs> getting wasted and really going down. Uh, what else? I, I think it needs a positive and uplifting ending. You know, yeah. nobody wants a, a sad ending for a Christmas movie um, or Christmas story. So I think, and it yeah. has to snow. Well, it does, but again, I'm sitting here in a Vegemite Christmas sweater. Wow, I know. Or as I would say, Christmas jumper. A jumper. A jumper. <laughs> and, um, you know, for me, it's kind of weird because I grew up in Australia where Christmas is summer. Yeah. And it was only when I moved to North America and experienced my first cold Christmases yeah. that I realized that so many Christmas traditions that we still do in Australia. Yeah makes so much more sense in the cold. For example, my family always had a roast, like a full roast spread for Christmas lunch. In the middle of it's summer. It's 30 oh degrees. God. So when I think of Christmas. <laughs> terrible. Sweltering. We did the Christmas crackers as well. You yeah. know, with, mm-hmm. they've got the little toys and the little paper hats. Yes. And the bad joke. Them. And the bad joke yes. that you all have to read out loud. Yeah, of but course. my <laughs> most, when I think of Christmas, I see my dad in a like a blue paper Christmas hat and he is sweating as he carves the turkey and the sweat is melting through his oh, paper no. hat and blue colored dye is mixing with his sweat and running down his face that to me is christmas yeah it's you know it's so funny because i'm not from vancouver originally i'm from montreal and then i spent my teen years in ontario and so for me christmas is cold and it's snowy mm-hmm. um and but it's bright you know, and there's lots of Christmas lights. And maybe that's one of the reasons I'm doing some self-reflection right now. But maybe that's one of the reasons it's like been so hard for me to feel Christmassy the last two decades. You know, yeah. I can't, uh, not just age and stuff too, although I'm sure that has something to do with it. But because like you look outside and it doesn't, doesn't feel Christmassy. Yeah. Know? Well, right now, Vancouver's in that gross stage of the year where there's just like dead leaves all over the pavement and the road and everything's just mushy and muddy it's Wet not a winter wonderland yeah. yeah we had one of those um gosh what are the the combination of words that didn't exist a few years ago an atmospheric river oh uh, yeah last Ugh. week and uh, <laughs> it's like extra rain just like just extra extra yeah so that so those kind of feelings you know, so it's kind of funny that in, in one on one hand like vancouver is like just feels so abysmal and dismal to me and i'm sorry i'll get us back happy maybe can you pour me some more baileys um, is it hurting you though i feel like your throat's gonna close up by the end of this no 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 um because i will uh no no i want this pain okay I want it. it's the good oh. it's totally fine also yeah. while yeah. we pull that i've got a pitch <laughs> oh, for your wow. new yeah. <laughs> your new christmas nickname i actually think should be stocking stuffer oh <laughs> okay but that like makes Whoa. me feel kind of like yeah sabrina got yeah. shy, <laughs> sabrina got, shy. <laughs> got a little, got a little oh shy and exposed it's like, a little oh, it's a little sexier than just slay yeah. i don't know you choose. i don't know i like the way that you say slay okay okay um let's... sabrina gets two names yeah thank you because i'm just so extra Let's talk about a Christmas card because, yes. um, and I, I feel like that my comment about how I listen to it with a big stupid f- smile on my big <laughs> stupid face needs to be in all your promotion. Um, tell me about uh, how you both um, got on this project uh, and um, yeah, your initial response to this material. Uh, sure, I'll kick it off. Yeah. Um, I have known Rana Shamarani, the writer and creator and producer, 
for a number of years. She's active in the indie film community and has made some really great work. So she came to me because she had received some funding. She'd pitched this concept and had some funding, but um, podcast and audio wasn't a world that she was super familiar with. Mm -hmm. And she knew that that is kind of my main jam so she approached sorry me. I what I love about you is that so, or about your work is sometimes I'll be watching like YouTube and then an ad will come on and somebody's trying to sell me a car and I'm like it's Rona yeah <laughs> that's an international Rona voice trying to sell me a car <laughs> yeah I like to haunt people yeah through YouTube ads it's, it's good I don't skip your ads and I'm, like, I'm like okay no usually I'm like I wait for that five second countdown and skip I'm like oh no it's Rona I had, okay, quick fun side note. Love I science. just did a like audio tour guide voiceover for uh, a tour bus in Sydney. Like, you know, big bus tours, you like oh, hop on, hop off. Oh. So if you're using their audio guide, I'm one of the voices that tells you facts about where you are. And I just got my first, I only recorded it recently and I just got my first, um, I'm on holiday in Sydney. Are you the voice of... <laughs> This tour guy, because it really sounds a lot like you. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, how many times have you had the chance to also, like, especially since you've been living here, got the mm. chance to, like, do do an Australian voice? <laughs> not, not that much. Yeah. It's fun. In fact, you know, it's been almost 12 years that I've been here now. And there's a was a couple of words, particularly in that tour guide, where I had to just quickly text my sister and be like, do you say it this way or this way? Because I've lived here for too long and I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember, yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was a – That was I, a fun I us, but no, that was a fun no, no, sign no. Love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Rana approached me and I just thought it was such a smart concept. Like you said, we've got a lot of Christmas movies. There is such an audience for it, but I had never heard of one being done in this format before and I just – you know, I like Rana. I loved the concept. So I said, sign me up. And uh, yeah, I, I put my hand up to cast and voice direct. <laughs> uh, okay. But I, in, in like my defense. <laughs> no defense stated. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I feel like I need to. I just, I love the way you say cost. Like it sounds like, like expensive and like a dignified Ooh, bougie. Yeah, cast. Bougie. very bougie better than cast <laughs> put the ass in cast anyway uh that's how you get cast Rona. <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast not a festive christmas one okay <laughs> um yeah so she had this bit of funding from creative bc to yeah. make this thing happen and i kind of took the ball and ran with it. And I was like, let's do this. Let's do it right. Let's put out a proper casting call. Uh, you know, let's let's see if we can get a studio to help us out with a discounted rate because we were working on a, a limited budget. Yeah. And I am so freaking proud of what we were able to achieve. And, yeah, I just I feel so just it's joyful to listen to. And yeah. I think – Again, from with what we had the time and resources to do, we we had an incredible cast and I'm just super proud of the sound mixing and engineering and it's just, yeah, it's like a mulled wine for your ears. It, it, it absolutely is that. And the, the, the 
brandy soaked cherry on top of the pie. Um, I'm slurring my words because the Baileys, it's very I'll have good. some more Baileys. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try so this. Past but that, this is a story Ooh, no. that ha- it's, no. it's not terrible. It's not great. It's not terrible. Ooh, We're having it. It doesn't a- smell good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put some Baileys in it. Woof. <laughs> I won't call them out, but we're having almond. Um, Smell it. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. oh, wow. I'm going to trust yeah. that it tastes better than it smells. I mean, eggnog generally doesn't smell that great. Okay. Oh, but this is not smelling good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm aware, but that's why the Baileys is fantastic. Okay, the Baileys will take the edge off. I, I forgot what I was saying. No, this is a story that has to do with music yes. as well and different styles of music. So you had great sound design. You had great, you know, you honored the musical story and... Yeah, like I definitely felt my heart growing many sizes. What about uni? I mean, you mentioned that you played somebody who helped people find love in the Christmas season, you know, but this is that like, is it a spoiler to say? I don't think it's a spoiler at this point to say that your character, you know, is in a love story and it ends oh, no. and finds love. I mean, come on, it's a it's Christmas a Christmas. It's, it's, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. it's gotta end Yeah. Well. So, I don't you know, think it's too much of a twist, you know? I think, <laughs> spoiler, it's just how, you know, how's it gonna happen? There was one moment where your character does a bit of a fake out, that might be a spoiler, whatever. Um, and I'm like, and then it's over. I'm like, oh, okay, well that's different. It's like, psych. Um, you didn't say psych, but you said, yeah, I'm <laughs> dry, no, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I said psych yeah. inside. You did, yes. Yeah. I, I felt that in your performance. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so, so tell me about, like, not just your response to the material, but also the fact that, like, you were, that, you have the opportunity to be the lead, you know, finding love and, you know, going through that journey. Yeah, and I think that's one of the amazing aspects of of doing a podcast, right? Is that we weren't beholden to the traditional ways of casting on, on appearance, you know, and it was all based on voice. And um, I would also like to point out, though, that me, uh, the Christmas cracker dough, is cute as a button and should be leading uh, television uh, <laughs> yeah. rom-coms on all all of the networks. Um, you cute know, as a button, but sexy as a pinup as well. Fucking ace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know <laughs> a part of me is like, oh, stop. And then also tell me more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but like what, what, I mean, yes. And your voice shows, you know, that you, you can do this, you know, like, but, you know, also it's like, yeah, you can absolutely do this in multiple different venues and genres. Oh, thank you. I mean, no, yeah. I'm not being nice. Oh. <laughs> I'm just calling I mean, what it is. Okay, okay. Facts. 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 All right. So take it as facts. <laughs> I mean, you're you are right. Like this is my first rom com lead, and I don't think I would have gotten this opportunity as you know, and on screen. And so, so I'm making a face at you. You're like totally that's... making a face at me. I just can't <laughs> believe it. And I hope that you do have more opportunities. You know, but yeah, I I mean, listening to this though. You're very soulful and you're very easy to fall in love with. And you're so funny. And I mean, let's like call a spade a spade. Do you mean because of your race? Like what what do you mean? Why wouldn't you be a lead? Well, I think there's so many different like, yeah, I think that's a part of it too. I think it's about like ethnicity and then there's always this like anytime you're on camera, there's all these... I guess like, oh, well, we need to please this market, please that market and stuff. And I feel like... I haven't been seen in those opportunities. Well, let's get a knee in every damn market. I, in the Christmas market, specifically. <laughs> we want to get a knee in every market. You know, but if you, if you every want, market. like, a sassy best friend, I am there, you know? Like, I know you can do that. Like, and I've, I mean, I've, 
I've seen you do that. Um, but this, like, I, I was like, oh my God, like, yes, she should be leading, you know? Well, yeah. Let's, let's reframe it. Let's say rather than you won't, you haven't had the opportunity. Yeah. To. And that's what yes. I, yeah, it's true. It, it is. It's, a, it's, it's still an emerging market. Cause I know? said the yeah. same thing about myself. Right. You did, right. Like, yeah. You did. Yeah. But I'm sure that if, you know, if I heard myself say it, I would also attack them. So. Yeah. You are very good at that. Apparently, Bailey's makes me um, <laughs> feeling like I got to attack anybody who comes for me. And also you, Rona. Like, if anybody comes for you, it's yeah. on. This is a Christmas pact. That's yeah. I love it. I'm happening <laughs> right now. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Okay, so t- tell me about some of the stuff that you can do in an audio rom-com that you can't do on TV. Okay, but wait, we never got to how you actually came to the project. You just auditioned, Ooh, right? Yeah, I auditioned. I'm drunk. You know what? Maybe you should just run this. No! <laughs> I just don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss that part. Oh, she's adorable. Yeah. Uh, I auditioned. Uh, but I was extra excited when I saw Rona's name because Rona was listed as the voice director. And Have I, you worked with her before as voice director? No. I know. So I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I tried a little extra hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it paid off. I was like, ooh, just because, you know, when you have friends that you admire yeah. and you want to work with, and, and like we were talking about earlier, like this is Rona's zone. Yeah. She's the expert. She has so much experience, and I knew I would learn so much. Um, and I've, you know, had a taste of working with Rona. We did a little improv team back in the day, and so I know her mind. I know where she can go. It's dirty. (laughs) If you don't know Rona, it's dirty. But it's also fun and delightful. And I knew that she would add that level of like perversity to a rom-com, which I think makes it delicious. And that's like all of my favorite, like, you know, I'm going to name drop Nora Ephron again, because those are my favorite ones with a little bit of edge and and fun. And they make it more real. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing was that for me, you know, Nee and I are friends. We have worked together. Mm And, you know, sometimes you can feel like there's maybe a little bit of conflict if you're putting your friends forward. And I, you know, I'm as neutral as I can be. I'm listening to the performance, ignoring the name and the relationship. So the cool thing is that when I put my shortlist forward, it was more of a long list. It was, we had a lot of amazing names audition. And then, you know, it was really Rana's call. Yeah. And she chose me. Yay. So it was it was cool for me to be like, yeah. But without having to, you know, no agenda on on my behalf. So what yeah. you're saying is you don't have a casting couch? Ca- casting. Casting couch. No. It's a chaise lounge. <laughs> Although I'm very single, so maybe I should change my ways. Okay. So- I'm the one that needs to find Christmas love. <laughs> That is the ne- that That's is the next one. Okay, well, <gasps> get this. I'm flying to, to England on Friday. Mm-hmm. Surely I'm going to find. Oh love. my gosh, that is- and Sweden. Yes, I've got two countries to cover. Mm-hmm. Surely, where are you going to be for? Actual Someone's going to stuff this stocking. <laughs> hey, you should be the stocking stuffer. Where will you be for actual Christmas? Will you be in England or Sweden? in Sweden? Okay, yeah. I I've not been to Sweden, but I've done Christmas in a in England before which is why I know you should say happy Christmas right they don't say merry no they say happy oh Mm -hmm. pro happiness interesting anti-merriment yeah no merriment oh okay I feel this is good information thank you (laughs) trying to think of what else other information um Doctor Who Christmas special 
Um, that's something. Bubble and squeak. Oh, bubble squeak. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that's a good shit. I have nothing to add to okay. that except the happy Christmas. I led with you yeah, know. Yeah, that's thing. good. That's all I need. Yeah. Oh, and don't they usually give me my one pickup line? Happy Christmas. And I think uh, don't they do Christmas dinner as Christmas Eve? In, Sw- in Sweden, they celebrate Christmas on the 24th. Yeah, yeah Christmas Eve, that is Christmas. Yeah. And then- it's hard to say for me, though, because, like, the family that we visit, there is, um, there's, like, uh, like the white English and then the Filipino English. And so, like, it was just, it's full for days and days. Wow. So, I don't know if I'm coming and going. I'm just eating bubble and squeak and saying happy Christmas all over the place. And <laughs> What yeah. a life. It's Love amazing. That. That's great. Yeah, just all festivity all the time. Can I join for you? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you like Bubble and Squeak? I do. Do you like the Doctor Who so we can watch a Christmas special? Yes, I like. Okay, well then, yes. <laughs> yes, I like. I like it. Yes, I like, I like it. Please. Yes, please. Okay, I want to get back to my question. <laughs> God, it's on this paper in front of me. Um, what can you do in an audio rom-com that you can't do on TV? Because like, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But like, there's something that almost felt like a freedom to what I was listening to, mm-hmm. you know? Because I feel like, um, you know, in Vancouver, I'm not saying that you know, there's the movies that shoot here are limited in budgets, but a lot of them are limited in budgets, right? You know, yeah. and so mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you don't get to do like there's certain things, you know, hence the shooting in the summer and the sweating and the yeah. fake snow, and you know, you have to suspend disbelief even if you're watching when you're yeah. listening. Like I was like, oh. Knees moving a piano. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, the, the you're kind of unlimited in terms of crazy props or crazy Locations. stunts because yeah. they're all just sound effects. Even crowds, you know, you're not having to pay extras because we're literally just four us. of us in the booth doing Walla three times or four times in a row and then laying those tracks over the top of each other. That was just a few of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's 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 uh that's magical. magic. It's the magic yeah. of voice and you can also double up. So yeah. yes, you know, we all so played cool. multiple characters. I I knew you did. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know that I, I I feel like I have become a little bit of an expert and Yes, I've oh. been haunting you. You have been and I yes. love that. Um <laughs> But who did who else did you voice? I voiced a couple of the students in the in you the did? crowd scenes. Yeah, yeah. In like just the crowd scenes for Walla, but I don't Yeah, I think because Nee yeah. is in like every scene, we yeah. tried not to double her up too yeah. much. Just Walla for like, like Connor, stuff. I think played a couple he, he, of Yeah, roles. Connor Purnell played Adrian and Leo, which was like one of because I had two main students and he was one of them. And Lisa Daru played the other main student as well as Rachel. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they have great kid voices. And I think Connor also ended up playing the executive. Connor did? Oh, my did? gosh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Boy's got range. range. Yeah, he's great. That is an incredible range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connor did the hollow, right? Was that it? is a great question. Yeah, I, I, I do not I, have I, the I answer to that. I'm going to, because... Uh, mm. Because I think so. <laughs> the hollow I'm Stand by for Googling. Yes. Googling. Or IMDb. Yes. Thank goodness I was right. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, because Adrian Petru uh, was uh, in the hollow. And I remember, like, yeah, being very impressed with Connor's performance. And so I was so excited to hear his voice again. Mm-hmm. And it was weird that he's called Adrian. Because for me, Adrian's my brother. It was, it was weird. Ah. Um, <laughs> but I had no way he played the executive. Yeah. That is, that's right. Th- that's right. I'm right. I'm not. Yeah, because we had a few people 
point read it read it mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no that's right yeah he's he's amazing i only met him this year i yeah. i cast him uh <laughs> in a preschool that's show i'm sorry if i was an ass about how you no. said it i just like how you say no things. no 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 i uh, i cast Top him in a preschool day, show that drops on boxing day actually huh? called rocket learns to read and he plays a little perky squirrel he plays a perky squirrel yeah oh my gosh i can picture it and it was just really fun. Like I, I loved what he did in that, even though it was a like a smaller role. He just literally gave it 100%. He's a percent. Oh, literally, yeah. <laughs> like, and so to get an excuse to actually get to uh, work with him in person because we were, well, we were in person, but it was like one on one. But to see yeah. him in an ensemble record and to get to kind of spend the weekend getting to know each other and work together, it was great. Same Sorry, with the I have follow-up questions. Yes, please. Based on what you said. Please. I'm listening and I'm mm, not drunk yes. at all. Um, you said, so did you record then as an ensemble? Yes. You yes. did. Because I felt like the chemistry and all that kind of stuff. So, okay, that must have been fun. It wasn't. It was my first time. Because I was, I'm a pandemic voiceover, baby. Oh. <laughs> so I was only recording individually back in the day. And so this was my first real ensemble. What was that like for you? Um, so exciting. Yeah. Um, I but you weren't like, well, the mics were hot the entire time, even if you weren't speaking. So my biggest challenge was not laughing mm. in between. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rona. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh my God, you're so funny. <laughs> like it was, it was, it, the chemistry is there, but it was also, everyone is so delightful. And I think that was another thing that my character was so that I really loved was I got to interact with everybody. Mm. Like every single voice actor that came in, I got to have a moment yeah. with them. So that was extra special. That makes my heart very happy. What are you most proud of when you think about this project? Rona? The mistletoe? <laughs> Rona stuffed the stocking? The just the I'd like to point out that Nee is pouring more of the of the disgusting we have to eggnog. Talk again. This is my first this is nog, first okay? Episode. Add Bailey's to it. Okay, don't shame my nog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just super proud of the finished product and the essence of that being the performances. Mm. I you know I can't take credit for that as a director. I was just there to guide and and encourage and you know occasionally redirect, but. I'm so stoked. I think we got kind of lucky, to be honest. Um, the benefiting of a bad situation and that it has been a quiet year for many actors. Yeah. And so, you know, we put out this casting call for something that was, you know, contracted under the ultra low budget UBCP contract and yeah. recording on a weekend. Um, and we had Vancouver's top talent come out for us, you know, Hiro Kanagawa. Hiro motherfucking Kanagawa. Right? Like, I just, I felt so honored. Lisa motherfucking Daru. She deserves (laughs) a motherfucking too. She does. (laughs) So I just, yeah, I felt really honored that people wanted to come out and play. And then, yeah, just I'm so proud of the dynamics that we created between the characters. And, yeah, I think... I don't want to harp on about how it's low budget because that's not the takeaway here. Yeah. But I'm just, I think it sounds like a, a million buck production, you know? Yeah. I just think it's so Paul stellar. Paul popped his head into the room and was like, what are you watching? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But, but it, it's true. Like, I think that I that was my big, when I first heard the, ep, the first episode, or yeah. even the trailer, I mm. was like, 
wow, this is polished. This is amazing. The sound design. There's original music. Yeah, yeah. For it, it yeah, it was um, like everyone definitely brought so much more. Yeah, you know, because sometimes when you work on a lower budget, people think like, oh, okay, so it, this might not go anywhere, or whatever. Like, there's different levels of interest. Yeah, right, and commitment. And yeah. this, like, everyone went above and beyond. Yeah. Everyone across the board. And I think that's what was so heartwarming. Like they even put Christmas lights in our recording booth so that we could all get in the festive spirit. I mean, Wait, what month did you record in? In October. Okay. It's I mean, not quite June some or July. Some put their stuff up in October, I, it's I true, swear. It's true, but it was just an extra, like, can you I, know. Can I you ask, come, oh, we gotta yes. be honest. Yes. Okay. When do you guys hang up your Christmas decorations? I haven't put any up because I'm about to leave and yeah, I've been lazy and sick. So yeah. I haven't put up any this year either because I have two cats. I have two cats as no, well. No, but yours are probably way better behaved than mine. No, they're. but I regret putting up the nine and a half foot tall Christmas tree <laughs> as early as we did. You're making some good choices there. No, but so you're not gonna decorate yeah. it all? Okay, wow, wow. Christmas you throw me under the bus like Cracker that? is renamed. <laughs> no, I always have Cracker. That's a guarantee. Okay. Not even some lights? Or will they I get do create, lights No, I do well. lights. I have to hang them really high and I'm so short. It's true, she's tiny. I'm she's just a little pocket cracker. I am. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you mean? Does cracker have a different meaning in Australia? Well, cracker can be like like a like a loon. Well, no, just like <laughs> a good time, like a cracker every time. Ooh. But yeah, but Christmas. You're talking about like stuffing stockings and sleigh. You read whatever you would like and... into my mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the Bailey story? <laughs> <laughs> the bit. The the drink of truth. What is the best feedback that you've received thus far about a Christmas cord? Oh, Rana sent me a world map because I guess with podcasts, and you would know this being a podcast, you get like all the data. Like stats. Yeah, and we have listens around the world. So a ton of listens in Germany. The UK, New York. What? Toronto and Vancouver, those were the hot spots. And yeah. I just, I I found that really exciting yeah. that that it's reaching people. Because, you know, when you do something, you expect your friends and family to support and listen. But I love, like, how to get over there. I mean, I know it doesn't have to get over there because it's there's a world wide web of information. Yeah, you press a button. Yes. But, like, I just love that. Absolutely. No, That's I wonderful. Think that, You're that... becoming part of people's holiday traditions yeah. frankly i will probably listen every year yeah i know rana has more up her sleeve so oh my gosh tell me more stay tuned Aww. i think i think <laughs> that uh hope street radio will be bringing you more gossip and talk morris will be on the case i do have to ask you though about um directing one of the characters yes. i imagine it was a bit trying this this uh, Tulip Morris uh, character. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How'd that go for you? Well, you know what <laughs> was a little bit challenging was that, again, we were working very quickly. Mm. We had limited time to do a lot of material on our, again, our modest budget. So we were we were stuffing it in. Mm-hmm. It and two, uh, days, two days of recording. I don't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I guess That's I do it. believe it, but I don't believe it. Yeah, it was nonstop and they did an incredible job. You know, she's in like every scene and Amazing. she kept the energy up and just nailed it. 
But because I have a broadcast quality studio at home, it wasn't as urgent for me to get my stuff during that weekend. So I we skipped most of the tulip stuff until the very end. It was like, let's get everything else. That's the priority. Mm-hmm. Anything we miss of mine, I can always do by myself. Um, but we did, I think we finished with like half an hour yeah. to go to do all the tulip stuff. What? Oh, yeah. And I had been, you know, th- when you're voice directing, you're in the control room and – you know, you're maybe doing a page or two and then you're giving redirects. But it's, you know, it's your job to keep the energy up and to have ideas and, yeah. you know, you're kind of on. Although you're not performing the whole time, you're really on yeah. that whole time. So when I stepped into the booth at like 5.30 p.m. on Sunday, I'd been on all day for two days mm-hmm. and then I banged out, I think, I think I did all of my stuff in 40 minutes. Wow. And then we we did end up rewriting one of them and doing a little pickup, but yeah, that that I think was a little bit challenging just because I was quite exhausted. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was like bringing my own energy up at the end of. I a, love that though. There's something weekend. like that's also like when you when we talked in the past and you know with Crazy Eights mm. where you don't have time to think about stuff. Nope. You just got to get it out. So it's almost like the like the overthinking or the alternate takes or whatever. It's like, nope. You know, I just got to give it to you cuz otherwise you're not going to get it. Yeah. And we move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said for that as well cuz I think in in voice, you know, you can Especially. think there's a way that you think maybe something sounds in your head when you read it. Yeah. But when you've got that much to record and also you just can't be that prescriptive like you have to let people bring their own creativity to it so it's always fun to see like okay this one is important that it is you know the stakes are at a certain place but let's just let the actors do their thing like we hired great people let them do their jobs yeah okay i am going to um in a moment i'm gonna Mm. change the focus a little bit um however before i do what is your i'm asking both of you Each of you, and I'm going to start with Nee. What, what is your favorite Christmas rom-com trope? Ooh, mm-hmm. rom-com trope. I think I I always love the push and pull. Mm. I love the push and pull because I think it's very. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> <laughs> push and pull. <laughs> you know, between two, like that sort of. <laughs> oh my gosh, you two! Why? I'm going to cry. Wow. <laughs> Oh okay. No, I meant like emotional. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm always here to just bring <laughs> it down a notch. Tug and rub. I love it. I said push and pull. Oh, my bad. My I'm bad. sorry. See? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> okay, now I'm blushing. Great. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it's like when two people, you know, because they have such tension and chemistry. Like, I love it. I know it's such an age-old trope, but it's delicious and I love it. You know who does that? Nora Ephron. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Nora. <laughs> what about you, Rona? Um, I think that Christmas rom-coms have an inherent ticking time bomb built in, which is really fun. Mm. You know, it's like the countdown, like people want to be together on Christmas Day. So there's this, everyone knows that that's kind of like when they have to make a choice by. Yeah. So I think- I enjoy that kind of built-in pressure cooker that is 
Christmas rom-coms. I just thought of something. <gasps> so Are you gonna uh, pitch us a Christmas film? Oh my gosh. The hands went up. <laughs> no, because there is, I remember years ago, I saw this like it's a Christmas movie drinking game you know where it's like it lists oh, all yes. the different tropes and stuff oh, yes. and so much they're not all visual things right mm. like i would love to I'd, i'm gonna i'm gonna find a link mm. i'm gonna post it in the footnotes for this episode okay. and i want people when they're listening to a christmas chord or re-listening as the case may be play the play the drinking game yeah you know that's brilliant you know with the snow falling you're walking with hot chocolate or yes. there's like a, a spat or somebody leaves town or you know or or arrives in their hometown whatever oh yeah love that you know oh, yeah. yeah that okay. list already check 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 uh drunk already drunk already blah 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 okay <laughs> so now i'm gonna change gears a little bit okay um i'm gonna ask you some I'm gonna ask you each, we're gonna alternate. I'll start with you this time. Ryan. Okay. Um, some questions about Christmas traditions. Uh-huh. And uh, likes, dislikes, et cetera. Yes. Um, answer from your heart. Okay. Without thinking too much. Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna start with you. Okay. Favorite Christmas song? Oh, um. Is it la is it called Last Christmas? Last Christmas. Yeah. Oh no, Whamageddon. Have you heard about Whamageddon? What's Whamageddon? No. Oh gosh, it's like an internet. Thing. It's a beautiful song, by the way, and I, I love it. But like, there's there is a, something called Whamageddon. It's very big in the UK right now, <gasps> so you should think about this before you. People try to spend the entire Christmas season avoiding that song. Oh, and yeah, so right. no way, <laughs> not possible. Yeah. And so and so if you if you sing it or like there was a radio DJ I think who played last Christmas and he got a lot of hate. Wow. Okay, a lot well, of people playing Whamageddon now. Alternative answer in case I encounter Whamageddon yeah. would be um I don't know the names of them, but is it like the bells? Oh, Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells. Yes. Okay, the Bells. so I'm going to take a moment now. Oh, am I giving all the right answers? <laughs> That's very Home Alone 2. I always think Home Alone It is Home Alone 2. And um, it was also the name of the uh, Ukrainian fundraising gala that I held last week. It was called Carol of the Bells, colon, A Ukrainian Christmas in Music. Because the original version of the song was written in 1916 by a composer named Leontovich. And um, it was a New Year's song that was called Shedrik, and it was about a little swallow. In 1921, Leontovich was murdered oh. by an agent from the, the Russian state as part of an effort to wipe out Ukrainian culture. Oh. And then that song, Shedrik, though, it was taken by um, English composers and turned into Carol of the Bells. And so now, you know, more than 100 years after Leontovich's murder and also, um, you know, when the song was written, a lot of Ukrainians are now either, you know, if they're in the diaspora, maybe they're learning this for the first time, yeah. you know, but we are standing oh, up and being like, um, you know, the fact that this song exists and that is ukrainian yeah, and so it, you know and it's beloved you know it's an example that you know they tried to kill the composer as a way to wipe away ukrainian culture yeah. ukrainian culture and ukrainians will not be wiped away 
I would love to hear the original version. Yeah, Yeah. version about the swallow. Yeah, was it it a Christmas swallow? It was a New New Year's, a a New New Year's song. Yeah, yeah, but it's I mean the same, the same. You know, oh, come with those sweets like that. Yeah, yeah. (gasps) Okay. I really want to, maybe maybe at the end of the episode, you can play it. If you can find it, yeah. maybe you can put a sample. I, I can do that. And I'll also post to um, an article, uh, I think it's from the New Yorker, New York Times. Literally a publication uh, you've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll pop it in the footnotes as well. And it, it tells the whole uh, history um, of that. I love that both of your songs, um, one I talked about Whamageddon. Yeah. And the other one I talked about the murder of composer Leo um, Devitt. Mariah Carey, like, oh, I want to Oh, gosh. No, <laughs> what about you, Nia? Those are all the facts I know about Christmas songs. I got nothing else. Well, I mean, you took the wham last Christmas. That's a good one. That's a good one. I love that one. Um, I sing it all the time. Oh, and uh, Sisters from White Christmas. Huh? Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. Wow, However, I've never heard this song. I sa- my sister and I, I have a story about every song. I love my it. sister and I sang it as a duet when we used to do um, voice competitions when we were teenagers. Oh my gosh, and it, it is White Christmas. I just, I guess, I, I know it's in a Christmas it, movie. It's not, I know it's not technically a Christmas song, but I always sing it around Christmas in my head because it's White Christmas. Okay. And then there's Brothers as well. I feel like you're pulling my leg. No, oh, that's um, brother. Where's brothers from? Don't they? Do, it's they literally do oh, it in they the. Do it okay, right. I just, <laughs> I just was like sisters. It's Bing oh. Crosby and it's Danny Kaye. Yes, and they do a version of it as well. It's Amazing. so yeah. fun. Love They're, it. Yeah, I don't have any other story about that. Okay. My What's your song? Okay, I have a story about that. My <laughs> <laughs> my song is um, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Yes, um, from uh, Mimi and St. Louis. I gave birth, (laughs) this is a birth story. I gave birth um, over like 38 hours uh, on like American Thanksgiving weekend. Um, And I had been told for my birth plan that I could bring like music to listen to. And Christmas, like this is before I was super tired, but like Christmas (laughs) always gave me joy and I love Christmas music. And so we listened to over and over again, like Charlie Brown Christmas, and then this like Christmas oh with gosh. the Rat Pack, and then Christmas yeah. classics. I think with we this- cracked why Christmas yeah. is no longer joyful for you. Maybe it's uh, yeah, because it's every real- time you hear a Christmas song, you think of the 38 hour birth. 38 hours, so by the time though, so I, I gave birth and like we were, they had prepped me for a C-section because I'd pushed for two and a half hours. We, they took me to the operating room and I was so tired. And they're like, one last push, they had four steps. And like, if you don't get it, if you don't get this child out this way, like we're going in another way. Oh, and did so, you talk so, to your child? Yeah. That's what, my, that's what my mom did. <laughs> they were like, you are taking too long. And if she doesn't come out, like in the next couple pushes, it's a C-section. So I feel like my mom threatened me and then I came out. I should have tried that. Yeah. I just, I just, anyway, I just, I tried. I tried really hard because I just didn't want to. C sections are rough, right? The recovery time is rough. So, anyway, push, push, pulled. There was a push pull there. Different kind of pull back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so I was so fucking tired, though. You yeah. know, so like they take, they you know, they cut the cord and like pop it on the little diaper and whatever, and then they bundled Mari up, and then they finally like brought like Paul's like, here's your child, and like I could not, I could, I I guess I thought that I would say like, hi Mari, it's mommy, like nice to, I didn't say anything. 
Instead, I just started singing in this tired voice. Oh. You know, have yourself oh, a merry little Christmas. Oh, sweetie, how much drugs yeah. were you on by that? So, <laughs> well, the good like, drugs. Well, you're like that's drugs. The good drugs had worn off, and they wouldn't because they were. They thought they might have to do surgery. Like they wouldn't let me have any water oh, or apples. It was the whole thing. Can so, I? share a friend's birth story that I just heard yesterday. Yeah. Just just the end part. Similar thing, push, 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 and then emergency C-section. Um, oh. They handed her the can baby. Some, can I have some of the bad eggnog? Mm. Or shash. They handed her the baby and she uh, threw up on it. <laughs> oh, my God, no. I'm not going to say her name in case she's embarrassed, but don't be if embarrassed. Bodies are weird. Yes. My my <laughs> amazing, my <laughs> sister's niece being born ate her own shit. Like these are things that happen. What? What? Yeah. Not what do you the, mean? Not, like a dog? Um. Well, as like, nom, born, nom, nom. What well, you as a baby is born, they they like you know babies when they're in your body. Like this is turning into a different podcast. But seriously, <laughs> babies in in your body are like they're. They're, you know, because they're taking in, you know, what you're giving them and then they're expelling waste, you know, as well. So, and their waste though, that early waste is called meconium, I think. And um, yeah, so my sister's niece, who is not my daughter, it's the other side of the family, I'm just saying, um, uh, was eight, you know, as they were coming out, because it all gets messed up, you know. What, and the baby was like, num, num, num. Yeah. Okay. Back to Christmas. <laughs> wow. No, I just, no. We just, we, we just lost at least 40% of our listeners. <laughs> They're like, like, this is peace. Enough. enough. But you yeah. know what? This is like what Christmas is like, at least for my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking some good drinks yeah. and talking shit. I have shit to drive. And- this has to be my last one because I'm driving. <laughs> I have she, no. She's still pouring. But but yeah, <laughs> shout out to my friend who just threw up on her new bone. <laughs> Honestly, shout out because that's that's a lot and it's all gross but beautiful and like life affirming yeah, and life, blah blah blah. Yes, yeah. Um, favorite. I'm sorry, I got to put it on my exterior twist. Mm. Favorite Christmas movie. Die Hard. <sighs> Die Hard. I watch it all the time. Ooh, yeah. that's yeah, and yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is good. good. It is yeah. good. And Scrooged because. Oh, so Delightful. good. Delightful. So yeah. good. Oh, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Home Alone 2, yeah. Muppets Christmas Carol. Why, 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 are you, why are you scrunching up your eyebrows? For Home Alone 2, I just prefer Home Alone 1. Okay. And Home Alone 2 has Trump in it. No, I just skip oh, that I part. forget that. Oh, you just skip that I part. I do. I go, yeah. I, I yell at the TV. I'm and like, it's yeah, like, yeah. the McAllister family is like super perplexing to me. Have you seen you know? the there's these memes at the moment that are like, Home Alone with iPhones, and it's like (laughs) (laughs) two minutes. It's like like four frames. Like alarm goes off at perfect time. Family goes on vacation. Leaves son behind. He texts. They turn around in time. Like (laughs) phones have really ruined so many chances for missed connections and. But that's the the nostalgia hit that I I love. I'm like, oh yes, a time Mm. before phones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why. Like, I'm such a, I am such a fan of those, those films that were made in the '80s that I watched in the '80s. You know, it's the nostalgia stuff. It's the yeah. lack of phone. Um, What's your Christmas movie? Well, well, first I want to hear Rona's. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, those were two of mine. Oh. and Gremlins. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, I love Gremlins. Yeah, yeah. 
What's my Christmas movie? Um, Meet Me in St. Louis, even though it covers different seasons, but it does end with Christmas and that mm -hmm. song. Uh, and then every year we watch Scrooged and um, we watch, you know, Home Alone and um, A Christmas Story. Uh, even mm -hmm. though Mari sits there and is like, this is super racist and there's like no girls in it. Like, and Mario's like, well, like check off all the reasons. But we watched the sequel to Christmas Story uh, last year. Mm. I cried so much. Oh. It was just, because you would think that like, how could they even like do a sequel for that film? Yeah. But it was beautiful. And then there are the movies that I watch every year that aren't Christmas movies, but they're just like Christmas time movies. Like, oh. because my family watches them. So, um, Another racist stated film, Goonies. Um, oh, I do and, love um, yeah. yeah, and another racist film, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Actually, all the Indiana Jones, well, the original trilogy for me, those are great. And then Romancing mm -hmm. the Stone, um, I which love I love. Romancing <laughs> the Stone so much. Joan Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's like, it's just, it's not, and, and then, you, yeah, and then like original trilogy, Star Wars, and you know, those nostalgia movies that are, you know, and, um, I guess I wasn't gonna ask this question, but I gotta I gotta know because for me this is a big thing in my family. Mm. I hate Paul's favorite one of his favorite Christmas movies. <gasps> one of them is When Harry Met Sally. I love When Harry Met Sally. So that's fine. <laughs> Another one, yeah. I just want to put. Can that I out guess there. which one it is? Love Actually. No, but I fucking hate Love Actually. Okay. Fuck Love Actually. It's not a love story. It's all about toxicity. Yeah. Um, no, it's fucking Jingle All the Way. Fuck oh. that movie. Paul loves it. You know, and he's it's turbo time. And I have watched it, and he always <laughs> Oh my gosh, do more Ernie. Please do more Ernie. Terminator 2 is another one I love to watch mm. at Christmas. Oh, I love T2. Tr and True Lies. Like, these are great. But <gasps> not it's Turbo so Time. Fuck that. <laughs> I hate it. I'm and Paul thinks it's aspirational. Joke. And I'm like, this is not, this <laughs> is not you being a good dad. Like, I'm never coming yeah. back to this podcast without bringing alcohol. Back <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and another great. thing. <laughs> I love it. Are there any Christmas movies you hate? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I hate parts of love, actually. Yeah, I think, fuck yeah, it's really has not aged well. I don't, I remember watching it at the time and like just being like, this is really inappropriate and I'm not happy. Mm. But then mm. that last scene with like a 17 year old Kira Knightley, she was 17 at the time. Mm. Was she really? Yeah. Gross. That was, wow. Everything about that was gross. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't want to yuck your yum if that's your movie. Oh but you know, I will post an article though in the footnotes by about um, why it is a toxic mess. Mm. Yeah. I do think sometimes as a single person that a lot of the holiday rom-coms, they're heartwarming, but sometimes you're like, oh, could there be one where there's just like a cool auntie who is single and happy and like, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes, like, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Some, do you, sometimes. Like, do you guys like Bridget Jones's diary? No. You don't. I don't. I don't like that. Um, that we're like, I just think that she's in toxic relationships, mm -hmm. you know? And um, I'm like, that is a clearly a thin person. And they put all these ideas out, you mm. know, about like, you know, oh, like that, like the whole like plot line that she has to like lose weight and all that stuff. Fuck that shit. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah. the reason why I thought of that was because you were saying like, why can't there just be an auntie that's happy? And their whole thing is that everyone is telling her mm. she's going to be a spinster. Mm. You know, and I thought that's what, what a word, eh? Mm. Yeah. You're going to you're going to England. Another British spinster. word, spinster. Mm. Mm -hmm. There need to be more Christmas movies about, and like just honestly, movies in general about friendship mm -hmm. and like rom coms where the romance is about just like loving your friends, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I think the different like, forms of love. It's not always yeah. romantic. It can be like you know finding a kindred spirit in a friend, and mm -hmm. or yeah. you know, yeah. That's why I'm going to London to see my bestie Andrea Ware. <laughs> Really? Yeah. She moved away and it's been two years. So it's And she's be, in London? Yeah. Dude. It's gonna be an airport reunion for the ages. Are you going into London London or are you flying right to Direct to London? And then to Sweden. And then Christmas to Sweden, and then back yeah. to London. Okay. So. Can I, I have a couple more recommendations for you? Please. The streets with the um the lights over it's like Regent Street, Oxford Street. I think Regent Street's lights are usually sponsored by Marmite. It's hilarious because you're wearing a Vegemite shirt. I know. You know? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I we, hate we were there Marmite. like in tw 2011, 2012, and they had like Marmite over. And then in Trafalgar Square, Paul and I, we were just wandering around like, mm. We had babysitter. We didn't leave our toddler by themselves. Like we're we're like we were like. <laughs> I don't think disclaimer. anyone thought that. No one thought that. But disclaimer. Yeah, a disclaimer. Um, but we're just like wandering around London like late at night, uh, and um, we ended up in Trafalgar Square, which is like you know the gathering point where they have all their protests and stuff. But there was just like a choir that was just singing Christmas carols, mm. just for like itself. Uh. And we sat on the steps and there were like oh, lights and and just listened to the music. And it was just oh. like, it was beautiful because like so much of what we do at Christmas is to try, like we're chasing a feeling or yeah. we have like to like, okay, we gotta go here, we gotta go here. And this was just like recognizing that this was a moment that we needed to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. And I was a good parent that's gonna sit her. So whatever. Yeah. Um, exciting side note about voice stuff being my jam. Yeah. Uh, I have an ongoing commercial client who might need me while I'm in London. And they told me today that one of the studios they're thinking about booking just for fun is Abbey Road. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Like, yeah, like I'm definitely book that one. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think that one would be excellent. So, yeah. I want to see your Vegemite sweater walking across the street. I'm not wearing this to Abbey Road. Come on. I got to yeah, look good. That's what. I'm sorry, you look amazing. You look amazing. Always. Yeah, but not Abbey Road amazing. Oh, I, I look can't wait Christmas podcast amazing. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. I, I pictures, whatever. Pictures. Then, yeah. Yeah. I got to see the pictures. All right, I got, I, got a couple, I got a couple more questions. Hit us. Okay. See you this time. Okay. Dangerous. You, Rona. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's, she narrowed her eyes like a challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> Best Christmas gift you ever received. Oh, this one's going to warm your hearts. There was one Christmas when the family was a bit broke. Yeah. So we got a dog. Oh, yeah. And I think we still got some like smaller gifts, but you know, it wasn't a year when everyone was getting like a bike or whatever. Um, yeah. We got our beautiful family dog, Woody. Woody. It was just the sweetest. What kind of dog? Mutt from the shelter. Oh, the best. Yeah, just a 
truly insane, beautiful dog. That must have been like, and you and you got Woody on Christmas Day. I think we got him before. I think it was a bit of a negotiation, like, hey, like maybe mum and dad wanted to like float it with us first. Like, what if there was less presents, but there was also a dog, and we were all on board. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but also sides. I've got a lot of side stories. I love them. Great. Okay, so that's favorite. definitely the best Christmas present. I think the funniest Christmas present. Uh, a great Rees family memory is that mum used to make us go to church on Christmas. We weren't particularly religious, but it was kind of part of the uh, tradition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we would walk down the street to the church and it was kind of like a cool modern church where you could kind of talk about Santa and Jesus. Um, so you could bring a Christmas gift on Christmas Day and they'd line all the kids up and they could show like their favourite Christmas gift. Aww. And... Um, one year, I, I don't know how old I was, I must have been like four or something, I was determined that of all the gifts I'd already opened that morning, which probably included some, you know, rollerblades or something I'd been begging for, whatever it was, some something bigger Something that gift, is appropriate for church. Right? Yeah. I insisted on bringing a toothbrush because that had been like one of the stocking stuffer gifts. <laughs> And I think oh that um, poor mum and dad had to field a lot of like, you know, <laughs> churches about community. Like, if there's anything you need, our community's here for you. And, you know. and they're like, no, she got, you know, the, the expensive doll, but she just wanted to, I wasn't really a doll person, but she got the expensive toy, Yeah. but she insisted on bringing the friggin' Miss Piggy toothbrush. But it's Miss Piggy. It's Miss Piggy. It was Miss Piggy. Yeah. yeah. So best I'm present. Dog, funniest present, toothbrush. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sorry. I, I I'm also, I'm going to add a Miss Piggy toothbrush to my Christmas list for this year mm. because yes. that sounds amazing. Yes. Oh what about gosh. you, Nish? Sorry, the Miss Piggy toothbrush is like bringing me down memory lane. I had like yeah. the best sippy cup and it was like, you know how they had the baby Muppets? Oh, my baby. So Muppet babies. babies. Exactly. So they had like baby Kermit yeah. and, and, and baby Miss Piggy. And that was my little sippy cup. And, oh, and I just uh, refused to use a real cup for years because that was my sippy cup. Why would you? Yeah. Exactly. My mom was so mad. She's like, please just drink out of a real cup. Like, you're in kindergarten. And I'm like, but I have my sippy cup. Oh, that seems like an appropriate age to still drink from a sippy cup. Oh, yeah. um, when She's Mari- like, drink from this wine glass. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when Mari was born, so I was 31, I drank wine out of a sippy cup. Yeah, you don't Amazing. want to waste a drop. Yeah. Absolutely not. They're yeah. kind of efficient. Yeah. We should have our Baileys. <gasps> Sippy cups. <laughs> I, and I will say my favorite uh, present. Um, there have been a lot of them, but I remember the year uh, that I got a cricket talking doll. Do you remember cricket? These were these dolls, <gasps> and it was the same time as Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, yeah. So my cousin Teddy. Christina got Teddy so Ruxpin. Yeah. And then Samantha, my sister, got a talking um, big bird. And all of these dolls had cassette tape things at the back. So you would, like, mm-hmm. put in the cassette tape, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, they would, like, move their mouth, kind of. Oh. So that was pretty special. And I think, like, all the aunts and uncles and stuff had, like, chipped in, you know, to buy these for us. Oh. Yeah, it was that was a pretty great year. Okay, what about worst Christmas gift? Oof. 
I'll go. Yeah. Oh, you, you seem like you got one. Yeah. I think when I was maybe 12 or 13, a uncle relative type, I didn't actually have any aunts or uncles, but um, got me a giant big bird. That's You mentioning big bird made mm-hmm. me think of it. And it was like, oh, dude, you clearly don't know me very well because I'm <laughs> like almost a teenager yeah. and you're giving me a big bird. And it was one of those things that it was clearly, you know, those things aren't cheap. That was yeah. probably like a $60 yeah. big bird. But I was also 12. Mm. So it was like smile and give him a kiss. I'm glad we've changed that now around oh, kids man, and consent, yeah. right? Like give him a kiss if you want to, but you don't have to. It's your body. You, yeah. you can take your big bird and leave the table if you want. Do you have well, a crap we, gift, we were, we were never a kissy family. No. Yeah, so that I, I avoided that. Thankfully. Oh, well done. Um, I'm allergic to chocolate. Oh. Right? I know. Oh, I, oh I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so <laughs> bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, doctor. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. F- I mean. Sorry for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's okay. been one of like the main things of joy in my life has been chocolate yeah i just can't have it yeah. so when i was a kid like you know every halloween i'd get so sick and my parents just thought i you know they're like stop eating so much candy and i'm like well they're my parents like they must be right so yeah. mm. and then finally one year my mom made me a chocolate cake and i got super sick and she's like oh i think it might be the chocolate so i think my worst christmas present was I had, I can't remember if it was like an auntie or an uncle and they gave me this like ma- like massive chocolate, like box of chocolates. Uh, and they're like, we are splurging on our they're beloved like, look name. at this, this. You're like, oh, a box of death. Thanks. Pharmacy bought chocolates. You know? <laughs> and, I love and, the and, qualifiers and, there too. Yeah. <laughs> and they were very like, have it, have it. And. And I just was like, I-, I can't really eat these. And they were like, oh, thinking I was like, I don't know, trying to watch my figure at 12. Oh, God. Mm. I mean, probably. No. No, I God, just was I like, I was like, no way. I was just like, I can't have these. I was trying to be, you know, I don't know, especially in my family, like culturally, it's like, you can't be like, I'm allergic it's to like these. Rude. Like, you mu- yeah, it's rude to be mm. like, you messed up because then it's like, oh, you don't know me. And so it was like, mm. Right. Anyways, I had to eat one yeah, in front of them and then go after. Oh, like spit it out. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. I can't think of a worse gift that I've received, but um, I do have like a Christmas, a bad Christmas story. Hit it, kind of mm-hmm. tight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, one of the uh, first times. So the only times I've been to India have been for Christmas. Um, and you know, they tell you when you go to India and like, you have to get a ton of shots. At least you used to mm-hmm. probably still do. They tell you like, if you're not from there, don't drink any, any water, you oh, know? Yeah, bottle and, water. and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And you drink the Bisleri and it's fu- beautiful. It tastes great. Um, and we were staying with, you know, a couple of my, or we were visiting a couple of my aunts, um, who had gone all out. So now the Christmas is like, it's commercial holiday it's ubiquitous Mm. there but this is like in the 90s it wasn't quite as like to get christmas decorations and stuff was hard they did it they reached out they they used to work for Qantas. they actually Mm. threw contacts at Qantas, got a turkey and then at a certain point um we hear like christmas music kind of i'm like that sounds like a rendition of a christmas song but like out of tune and I'm feeling it in my back. And we look over uh, the balcony and it was like this like three piece Salvation Army band with like, oh, yeah, like so they'd arranged for them to come and play some some carols, which is great. And so I'm at their place and 
it was like you just think anything that they're serving is going to be great. Oh, no. And like they had a tray of water being passed around. Oh, no. I took the water, drink it. <sighs> um, oh. And I ended up with gastroenteritis. Oh, oh no. We flew the next day and I just started <gasps> On throwing up. Oh. And um, we were fl flying from <laughs> Mumbai to Delhi. The air, and I threw up in the garbage can at the airport Ooh. and it was gross garbage can everything smelled bad like super polluted oh um i was in rough shape the plane it was a short plane ride but we were flying in a plane that used to be it was like an old spanish airlines plane that was now doing domestic runs in india it was way past its prime it was oh. it didn't have a working bathroom um huh? it was oh, it no. was not great and then, like, no. there was a certain point, like, I have this memory, and I was, like, at a fever and <gasps> couldn't sip water, whatever. I have this memory of, like, the flight attendants and saris, like, throwing fruitcakes. <gasps> oh, <coughs> like, 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 to give? Like, to give? Ooh, like, hot but it was, like, but there was, like, I don't, it was not, like, oh, my mom was, like, don't throw fruitcakes at us. <laughs> and then, like, we're wow. landing into Delhi, and... It was very foggy slash like smoggy outside. And the pilots, I think, were just like, yeah, this is good enough. And so the last, like, we just said, boom. And you shot we just, yourself. Like, we did. I... <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh, no, you did. Oh, no. Oh, no, you did. I All I will say is... It was a rough time, oh, no. and in the week I lost fifteen pounds. Oh, yeah. um, the uh, that's when I started. If you're if you're Indian, you probably know about kitchari, which is like when I which is like a very basic like Rice and, basically yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, my my uncles had to like bring in doctors, and they were giving me like um, I don't know like Indian version of like Pedialyte or something because yeah, like yeah. I was just that was rough Christmas okay, yeah. but we Christmas were staying in a got was gastroenteritis <laughs> gastroenteritis but it was also we stayed we were ended up because I was so sick like we were staying in a nice hotel and we had Cartoon Network and I was watching Johnny Bravo and um, my sister got like obsessed with bidets I just oh, thought yeah. it was like oh, a, I love bidets yeah, I love yeah. a good ring rinse oh yeah I just got a tushy Oh, yeah. Bidet all day. <laughs> Bidet <laughs> all day. But my sister thought it was like a fountain. Anyway. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't oh. it. Not a drinking fountain. Oh, it was like God. a festive fountain. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So that's my like, if, if I think of like a bad, I guess, yeah, my, the gift was gastroenteritis and yeah. like women in saris throwing Fruitcake. Fruitcake. Yeah, that's a weird detail. I love it, it was, I believe the word is harrowing. Oh. Yeah. And character yeah. building. Yeah. And maybe explains why I am the way that I am. <laughs> All right, we're coming to the end of our time together no. today. I know, right? I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay. This has been very delightful. I'm very happy. Yeah. And we, like, it's felt a little bit like therapy. Yeah. And if it feels that way, it's because I need this. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, we've talked about cheaper. birthing. Yeah. We've talked about I mean, vomiting. it's the holidays, right? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what it's oh. about. Can I just say one thing about on that topic? Yeah. Because I feel I feel like it needs to, to be said in conversations that are about Christmas. There, there are expectations about... How you're supposed to, f how you're supposed to feel at Christmas, how you're supposed to be at Christmas, and this can actually be a really hard time of year. Yeah, 
for a lot of people. Yeah. And um, it's really okay not to be okay. Yeah. You know? And not to, like, I think there's a lot of pressure to spend it with a big group and be surrounded by, like, the more loved ones you have, the better. And it's okay if that's not the case It's quality, not quantity. It's whatever you need. Like, some some Christmases I want to be way more introspective and more one-on-one with people than, like, a big Christmas party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it changes, you know? It does. Um, I'm going to put in the footnotes for this episode some mental health resources. Yes. Um, And I think in Vancouver, they still have um, blue Christmas services, you know, that are, um, that are, you know, for people who might not have anybody else Mm -hmm. to spend that time with. Um, You know, if, if those are still a thing, uh, because I've referred people to them before, I'll pop those into. uh, And there's also a new crisis hotline. Is there really? I can't. I know it's only three numbers, but I am all Bailey's filled and can't uh, think oh. of it right now. We'll find it. All right. New, we'll find it and we'll post it. New yeah. hotline. Isn't it like 988? Yeah, I think, or like 89. I'm dyslexic too, so I'm like, ugh. It's like it, is it is 988. It is 988. 24-7 for calls and texts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a Canadian suicide crisis helpline. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll pop for different zones, though, all different resources, uh, because I think it's, I think it's important. Yeah. Um, you know, like we've we've had fun, but you know, anything that has to do with families or tradition or nostalgia, mm-hmm. so, you know, like there's we're all dancing with different things. Um, and uh, I personally would like to wish everybody joy, <laughs> peace, happiness, adventures, fulfillment, good health in 2024 and uh and no gastroenteritis <laughs> for yeah. anyone except putin okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> excellent <laughs> um a christmas cord is available on apple podcasts spotify and basically everywhere that podcasts are mm-hmm. enjoyed right mm-hmm. um need the christmas cracker dough rona the mistletoe Stuffing the stocking sleigh all day. Uh, Reese, um, where can our fans find you, follow you, um, send you best wishes for a happy holiday season? On social media, not in real life. Damn, don't be creepy. Ah, I was going to go the creepy route. Not just <laughs> Nee's address is... <laughs> you can find her at... No. <laughs> Um, I am mostly active on Instagram. Oh, so, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, it's it's my name. So, fun fact, my name, my first name, my middle name, and my last name, if you say it all really quickly, it sounds like Nintendo. 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 So, my, you can catch me on my handle, which is at N-H-I-T-E-N-D-O. And do we get to see your cats? Oh, on- yes, Roadhouse is featured for sure. <laughs> and Noodle, because she's a, she's, she has a noodle body. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wait. Noodle not featured as much as Roadhouse? She's new. She's newer. I've had her for oh, two years. Okay. I've had Roadhouse for like eight, nine years. So that's so if you look, it's not like a favoritism thing. It's just like he's been around longer. He's a good boy. He is he's a bad boy. He's he, an in-between boy. <laughs> he has his own song. <laughs> he has his own song. Oh, yeah. I have a story about that too. <laughs> it's uh, not too late. Okay. Sneak it in. My cat, who I had for almost 17 years Stanley Stan Lee Mara Ferminger oh, so um, I made every song about Stan like 
everything from like um Stan is a cat named Stan he to like um <laughs> like the theme from like Sex and the City you know Stanley is a cat named Stan Stan is a cat named Stan so he's been dead since he's passed he's gone since 2017 and I still will make songs about Stan love it yeah oh, he lives on Stanley <laughs> was a very good cat but the very next year. He went away. No, he's always here in song. Right. I love you, Stanley. Stanley. Mm. Stanley. Stanley from Yeah. Uh, and if you want to follow my antics, I too am of the Instagram only generation. <laughs> I'm not on the TikToks or anything like that. <laughs> that little whistle. I love it. You would be great on the TikTok. Yeah, I just don't have time. I would be great, but. And we you don't want to be. go down that rabbit hole. Um, yeah, I'm just at R-M-E-R. Yeah, that's me. That's us. Yeah. And that's us after some Baileys. Yeah. And you can find Hope Street Pods on Instagram as well, which will be posting um, news about new episodes and behind the scenes. Really so. cute BTS. And if you want to know what all the cast looks like and how we interact. Mm. And, and you know, I act... I, I have to say, I'm holding a violin, but I'm super proud. I was actually able to play some notes. So, hey, look, They were totally Ma. off key. Shut up. You're not <laughs> supposed to say that. It's that I didn't hear. Oh, I'm oh, kidding. Wow. Hey, look, Ma. Finally a violinist. Wow. Yay. <laughs> you did it. I did. Proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And there's that Christmas miracle that we were looking for. So, yes. everyone, Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Whatever you celebrate. Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. Happy Christmaka. Yes. Whatever. Festivus. Oh, for, for the, the rest, rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Thank you both. Thanks for having Thank us. You. This was great. Always amazing with you. Yeah. You're, You're full of laughter. So much so laughter. So much laughter. And stories about babies eating shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. You brought the Baileys, okay? Like, this is you. That was us. That's on us. That's on you. That was us. Awesome. All right, listeners. I love you very much. I love you both, too, very much. I love you. Um, I love and I you. love your Vegemite Christmas sweater. Yeah. The best. Represent. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to get through this so we can take our photos and drink more Baileys. Okay. Like, subscribe, leave us a review. You can find us at ybearscreensy.com. Follow us on Twitter. I'm not calling it X. Ew, no. Elon no. Gross. Gross. I don't want to do anything that he wants, okay? <laughs> so Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, at Wybear Screen Scene and Sabrina. That's like my main thing. My Instagram is a lot of, it's going to be a lot of cats moving forward. Yeah. Cats on blankets. Yeah. Ooh, cozy cats. Yeah. Wade was sleeping on four blankets this morning. <gasps> yeah. Did he like steal them from you? No, I actually folded them up and placed them nicely on top. And then I put his little toy there and a few little treats. And, and then Wade went there and Paul just walked by and was like, wow, these cats. Spoiled. Completely. Oh, yeah. Our, our cats totally ruled us. Like, I'm, Do you get your cats Christmas presents? I can't. What if they're listening? Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like we do, <laughs> but we don't put them under the tree because we don't want them to go for it. Um, but we also, this year, my father-in-law bought the cats um when he was in the states at trader joe's he bought them an advent calendar <gasps> with like oh, just really catnip nice, every day <laughs> well it's like really nice like salmon jerky and stuff oh my God, and my father-in-law called on december 1st to say 
you know, you have to start the cat's advent calendar, right? Oh my God. No, hello. No, it's like, you have to start <laughs> also, the advent calendar. Cat lover. Right? Delicious Fellow candied cat salmon. Lover. I want that advent calendar. I know, it's yeah. so yum. You need that. You can't have the chocolate ones. Oh, yum. How do I get one? I will ask my father. Yeah, is my it suitable for human consumption? Yeah, really no, it has cats on it and Damn stuff. Well. But Mari, though, the, the advent calendar <laughs> that they have this year is um, it's not candy at all. Honestly, like, I'm sorry you don't like chocolate, but I loved back in the day. It was just like a tray of like really shitty chocolate. The worst chocolate. But I would like, I loved it. Left your it. mouth I feeling a bit hey, itchy. I, I, yeah. just want you to, yeah. I just want y'all to know, my mom still gave me an advent calendar. It was one about, it was a story. Like, shut up no it was about how an angel <laughs> got her wings and i loved it it had they glitter. have so many good ones now they, they have, have lego ones yep. so la paintings. last i mean i love that for you yeah okay, and well. <laughs> but we know christmas is about the gifts so last year though mari's having calendar was like different crystals you know oh, and like yeah it was amazing gosh, I want and that this too. year it's the official nintendo super mario world one. Oh my god and what, what are yeah. in those like little Bowsers and little Mario yeah. and Luigi and Yoshi. Yeah, so oh, Mari and I are talking about like when when the month is done, we might do something with like resin and these Ooh, things. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's pose cool. them in a nativity scene. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Baby, baby Jesus. The, the little mushroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to make Yogi. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've derailed us yet again. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sorry either. I also jumped in. Okay, so, it's yeah. fine, it's fine. Let me get through this, okay. <clears throat> Podcast-wise, the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is hosted and executive produced by me, Sabrina Rani Mera Ferminger. And it's edited by Simon Ferminger. And honestly, this week, Simon, you're Good like luck. a fucking saint. Uh, Good luck. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Simon. Special thanks to Mariana Ferminger for recording our Patreon ad and to Paul Furminger for technical support, but not for making us watch Jingle All The Way. The worst Christmas <laughs> oh, yeah, movie. Oh yeah, do it. One more, one more Arnie. One more Arnie for the road. It's, no wait, what does he say? <laughs> it's, I love it, you're like you leaning back and you whisper, what is this? <laughs> it's turbo time. Live <laughs> <laughs> Air Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Um, join us next year for, for whatever this is. Hopefully a deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television scene. Sabrina Slay out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, filmmakers. Did you know that you can hire top quality, experienced and professional actors for your films? If you're producing a student film for course credits, working on a web series, a short or a feature film, you can afford to have some of the best talent in the business in your production. How, you ask? Well, UBCP Actor has an ultra-low budget program, which offers a range of options that cover everything from student films to productions with a $300,000 budget. There is a ULB program that will meet your needs, regardless of your budget. To learn more, Visit ubcpactor.ca and look for ultra-low budget programs or email ulbprogram at ubcpactra.ca. Now is the time to jumpstart your dream for the screen.